John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Everyday Decisions. This is a podcast where I talk to guests about the last 24 hours of their day to figure out how they get through it. Um, my guest today is a very, very funny uh, friend and comedian. Uh, it's Lou Gonzalez. He's You might see him in the next season of The Other Two, or and he's also got a part in Teenage Bounty Hunters. Uh, you can follow him on all social media at Angry Lou. Um, he's so much fun and he claims he hates psychology but he's um he really gets deep in there and i don't i really don't know what what he did with his day that's something just to keep in mind but uh, it gets deep so i hope you enjoy it i hope you're doing as best you can and staying safe and enjoy the show so it is it's 2.30 on a Monday. Okay. So 2.30 on Sunday, What are you, where are you? I may have been in bed <laughs> looking, uh, looking at the circus that was um, the president uh-huh. of the United States parading around in a fucking car. Uh-huh. And this uh-huh. was on, are you getting your news from Twitter or where are you looking? I look at the Guardian. Okay. At the Guardian, um, I also check out Twitter. I check out sometimes CNN. But there are a lot, but I mostly check the Guardian. Okay. Um, and social and and I'll look at social media because I follow a couple of uh, journalists. Sure. Some of them are vice journalists, so don't judge me. But like, okay. um, but sometimes they get good shit. Like, there's this one. Um, vice journalist that I followed mostly because I thought he was cute, not uh-huh. because, not for anything. I was like, oh, he's cute. Um, and he was Hispanic. And I was like, that's huge. You're cute Hispanic and you're uh, a journalist. Um, you got me on board. Okay. Um, Cause I really do like journalists, even though they don't make any money and wouldn't be able to supply you know, finances for me and our family. Um, but your type is is a truth seeker? Is that, you know, on your Enneagrams, you're hoping for a truth seeker? Yeah, which is a problem because, like, I don't like to hear the truth about me. No, I, I would rather not hear the truth about me either. I think I avoid I know, truth seekers. But I do find I do find it wildly attractive when people call me out on my shit. Really? <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, okay. I was like... <laughs> I was like, how dare you? I like this. Mostly so- because I'm a, I'm a very, I think I'm a very, um, and you can tell by this podcast, uh, uh, I take up a lot of space. <laughs> but so when you get like an email, so say, I mean, you know, everyone's gotten this in the 21st century, an email saying what they did wrong, right? You get the email. Yes, and I respect that. You respect, you like the email. You don't, you don't I don't, power. I, it doesn't feel good. No. I'm not saying it feels good. Like, as I'm reading it, am I like, is this, and then I also have to say, I also have to gauge, is this my bullshit that they're talking about, or are they, is it their bullshit that they're putting on me? 
And, and most of the, I would say 100% of the time, it's a little bit of both. There's no way that it's 100% you, 100% them. Um, and so, and if you're a good friend of mine, I expect you to do that. You want emails from your good friends. Well, no, like if I do, listen, if we're friends and I have wronged you in a certain way and you're just holding on to that, is it really a friendship or are you in an abusive relationship? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so I'd rather you express, even if I think you're full of shit, I'd rather you express it so I can understand it and know something about you and then we can move on. I mean, we may not talk for a year <laughs> or we may not talk for a minute. Like, I don't know, like some of my, my closest friend sent me an email and being like, I'm disappointed in you and the way you've been behaving. Oh. 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 And I was like, my immediate response was like, okay, I need a second to process this because this is a lot to process. And then I replied back with excuses. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, like to be perfectly honest, I replied, I 100% replied back with excuses, but still recognizing that they were right. But also like, there's, you know, that's not the full story. Yes, well, I did do these things, but also there's more to this that I just choose not to share. Could you just give us an example, maybe not from this, but a good example of how, of an excuse you could give if you've been behaving badly? Um, oh, it's just, you know, it's been real rough for me. Really. <laughs> it's been a tough time, you know? Like, I love when people are like, oh, you know, it's the pandemic, you know? It's the pandemic. I was like, no, you're still an asshole. <laughs> like, like, everyone's more of an asshole than they were before. Yeah. Yes. Um, because of pandemic. But it doesn't mean that the asshole wasn't there. Okay. And so, like, that's what I mean. So people are like, oh, wow, people are acting so weird. It's like, no, they're not. They just feel like there's, there's no, there's, there's nothing to protect anymore. No. no and so they're yeah. showing. So, like, I find it refreshing if someone expresses something to me and they feel like they don't have to. I'm like, okay, I know a little bit more about you now. I don't have to like it, but I'm glad that I know it. Wow, I, we're, our brains are so different. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, again, I, I say this in retrospect, but in the moment, I'm not thinking that. I, you know, like you gotta, it, like these things take time. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say like from, from the inciting incident of the confrontation, mm -hmm. there's a ripple effect. And by, by each ripple, I become less and less, my ego becomes less and less a part of my understanding of what happened. Yeah, I, got, I think I got an email seven years ago that's just now hitting me as correct. Right? Like, you, we've all gotten that. And also, what's bad about text is it doesn't, it doesn't show tone. Oh. And you're going to interpret the worst possible interpretation of that. Yeah, that's why they invented emojis. Um, actually, I find I hate emojis. What? What do you? What do you I mean? Find more, I find them more confusing. Like which one? What's confusing? So many of them are confusing. Which one? Um, uh, uh, it, and a lot of it is is about the use of it. But like sometimes people just um, put emojis to lessen the blow of yep. what's going on. Yes. And for me, I'm like, um, don't put sugar with my medicine. I want to know what I'm taking. <laughs> Like people are, I feel like when people use emojis to protect themselves, like that's why people like emojis. They're like, oh, I don't have to be specific about what I'm saying. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of what 
texting and social media has brought in is more avoidance rather than more directness. Yes, yes, that's that's my favorite part of it. But I, <laughs> I can see that's why you like it. Why do you like? Why do you like that? I just I love it because you there is no tone with text. So if you have to say something like "I'm running late" and then you put a little shoe. So, or maybe a little music note. People are thinking, well, that's kind of fun. Not so mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's your interpretation of that's how they're true. taking it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, that'd be like, I ran over your aunt, <laughs> winky face. <laughs> like, and the thing is, I'm not going to lie, if I got that, I would think that was a joke because winky face implies like funness. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, and that's again, that's the also thing about text. I don't think it's necessarily the emoji. I think it's just the medium of texting. Like, what narratives do you normally lean into when when you're interpreting things via text? Like, what are things that always hit you? Because I think it says it says something more about you than it does about what's being said. Oh, isn't that so awful? It's just awful. <laughs> you, you, you know that I'm spiraling when I get an okay, no period. <laughs> Anytime someone puts an okay, it is that's a that's a terror terrorist technique. I th- yeah. I sometimes sometimes my dad will say call me no punctuation, and I I think who in my family has died. Who's who's been hurt, and then he's yeah. just like, I just wanted you to call me. I don't understand what the problem is. Oh, it's the boomer. It's the boomer. It's the boomer and the millennials. It's the millies and the boomies. Not no, I don't think it is. I think really? it's the medium. Everyone is blaming each other, but no one's blaming the technology. <laughs> Everyone is like, how dare you? How dare you? It's like, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't the best means of communication that we think it is. It's not. It's really not. But It's a perfect means of avoidance. And oh. it's a perfect means of living living with without taking any risk and putting yourself out there. Oh, Lou, Lou, I can't believe it. And we haven't even gotten you out of bed. And we've already yeah. gotten- <laughs> Huge realizations. I mean, I, I think like, and and that's to say like, ninety percent of my my interactions are via text, especially now. I don't want to talk to anyone because I might cry. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me about it. Really, not fun to cry over FaceTime. You cannot it's, avoid it's it. I I've cried maybe a handful of times over FaceTime. Yeah. And. I'll be honest, it's hard to hold your phone. It's it's terrible. You're looking at your damn face thinking, that's what I'm crying? That's what's me crying? I will say I'm a prettier crier now. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I'm so happy for Cause you. Because before, before, I didn't know what I looked like. But now you're you're more you're more controlled. Like a, yeah. yeah but I will say it, it's only through the, the lens of my phone. It probably looks different from different angles. So if I wanted to a proper, properly get a better technique, I would have to have someone with a camera sort of observe me from different angles so I know what's the best. Yeah. Look for Well, okay, Lou, listen, we have to get back to you. You're in bed. Okay. We're getting too into it. Okay. I know we're getting too, we're getting too deep. We're digging a hole, but listen, so you're back in your bed. Are you eating? Are you sleeping? Are you are you just on the internet? Oh, what is sleeping now? I don't I don't know. 
Um, uh, there are times when I'm asleep. There's times when I'm not. Um, uh, I wish there was more sleeping than not. I think a thing. I think a thing that I did Sunday was I woke up and I was like, I gotta get a couple more hours mm-hmm. of sleep. Okay. Because I just don't want to face what's going on. Yeah. So you okay? So you went back to sleep and then you thought, no, I should really, I should probably just watch this horror film and then you did and then what time did you get out of bed i to be perfectly honest i don't have gauges of time lately (laughs) um but i would say i would say i would say afternoon (laughs) like and i don't even know if that time matters anymore you know what i'm saying like people talk about time if there should be judgment i was like i don't know i guess it's afternoon Okay, so in this loose sense of uh, t- your time, the, when you get out of bed, do you take a shower? Do you go? Do you go get make make yourself a cup of coffee, or where I'll where make, are you? I'll either make breakfast. I think I, I think I either had a sandwich. Again, I, I the days are blurring, so I apologize. <laughs> but I think I make a mean breakfast sandwich. What is it? It's I use I always either use a roll or I use Italian like Italian bread. Mm. What, you have rolls in your home? Well, no, I mean, I mean, what I, I, I'm, I'm like a five minute walk from the, uh, I'm a five minute walk from a bakery. Okay. Oh, oh, a bakery roll. Yeah. Mm. Um, either a bakery roll, which is an Italian bakery. I, I, I live, a, I live, fi- uh, it's, this is dangerous. I'm a five minute walk away from two Italian bakeries. Whoa. Mm. So it's either the, the, that's the bread. Uh-huh. And then really where it is, is how you make, it's all in the technique. What's the technique? Two eggs, a little bit of milk. Okay. Okay, to get some like air in there. Yeah, air, yeah. Seasonings, how you choose, but you have to put seasonings. What's, what are you thinking? What do you put in there? I always put adobo. Oh, okay. Because okay, I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. I love adobo so much that when I was in LA for six months, I carried with me adobo. Do you carry a bag or was it in your pocket? It's not a satchel of seasoning. It's a <laughs> It's just it's like a little it's like a little, you know, those little containers where they hold. Um because I was sleeping, I was couch surfing for six months in mm. Los Angeles. So where'd you put the adobo? It was in my suitcase. Oh, in your suitcase. Right, right, right. Okay, I understand now. Yeah. Do you, have you ever have you ever carried around something that people are like, that's unnecessary? Did you just hiccup? I did. I love that. Okay, uh, we that's our first hiccup on the whole show. Did you know that? I am glad. Please do not edit that out. <laughs> okay. Because I want you, to, I want to sh- people to know that I'm vulnerable. It was that was a really cute one too. You should hear some people's hiccups. I mean, it really makes. Honestly, I think hiccups are up there with dimples and freckles. So, wow, that's a good thing. Are you saying that there are offensive hiccups? There's a there's like, like unappeasing, like 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 you're like oh, like a burp. There's some people that hiccup and then they they're in pain afterwards. Oh. Oh, they should check with a doctor. I don't think yeah, they, should, they should probably check with a doctor.
But listen, yeah. wait, let's go back to the what the sandwiches. So you put the milk and okay, the eggs yeah. and the adobo, and then what else is going on there? Okay. Obviously salt and pepper, you can't, you know, I mean, you could like, don't do too much because already the meat's gonna have salt. And that's uh -huh. what I tell people, it's like, listen, the meat's already gonna have salts on it. So don't, don't overwhelm the, the egg with it. Yeah, yeah. I always use ham cold cuts. Okay. Okay. Sometimes bacon. Okay. Sometimes um, spam, because okay. I love spam. Do you really? Yeah, if you cook it. Okay. You can't have spam wrong. And okay. the the act of holding spam is one of the grossest things anyone could imagine. So I understand people being like, I don't know about spam. I was like, meat in a can? You don't know about it. It's great. <laughs> um, but I understand the reticence. <laughs> but yeah, I use spam. And then cheese? And tell you, yes. You apply the cheese last. Okay. Okay. The cheese goes last so that it can melt. Right, right, right. I put, because I, I cook it all in one pan. And then, like, once once I lump up my egg, my, my scrambled eggs, uh -huh. I then put the cheese on top and then I cover it so that it melts. Whoa while the ham is cooking. And it all is like cooking together. So some of the ham or spam or whatever that you're cooking, some of that flavoring goes in. With bacon, I make it separate because I don't want cross-contamination there. But, and also like, this is very technical. Also, I don't want to cook um, my eggs with bacon grease because it's too greasy. Oh, okay. So that's a whole different thing. But with ham, you don't have to worry about that. Um, it's very aromatic and fun. Okay. And then you put it all together, and then you toast. You gotta toast the bread. You toast the bread. You gotta. Okay. <laughs> you gotta toast it. Okay, and then and so then you—that's what you made yesterday, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Thinking about it, that sounds too self-involved for the mode that I was in. I but I definitely had a sandwich, so maybe I maybe I ordered it. Whoa. Okay. So so we really don't know what happened yesterday, but we're guessing. We're doing our best guess. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was pretty fucking high yesterday. Okay. That's another thing. Um, but I definitely, I definitely, um, oh, and then for lunch, um, my parents came by and gave me a shitload of food. I think it was Saturday. And so I had that. You had leftovers. Oh, uh, my mom literally gave me two whole things of rice, two different types of rice. And I was like, Thank, I, I can make rice, but this is amazing. That's and, so nice. And, and also, I was cleaning the bathroom yesterday. Wait, okay. I'm scattershotting, Listen. mostly because that's how I process time. Okay, so, so Lou, <laughs> so at some point yesterday, you made a sandwich or ate a sandwich and then also got rice from your parents, two kinds, and also cleaned the bathroom and also got high. Well, I was high throughout all of this, if you could tell by my recollection of events <laughs> okay and then um, are you getting I recently, I recently, you recently no, no, go ahead i mean i know a lot of people this is surprising to hear because i know a lot of people have stopped smoking weed during the p pandemic because it's they're too anxious but maybe it's does it work as a kind of an anti-anxiety i am not an anxious person oh that's awesome that, i'm i i am mostly oblivious oh my when God. bad things are happening to me sometimes. <laughs> and then afterwards, someone, I either know, recognize it or they tell me. 
What can you give me an example? Um There were plenty of times in which someone has been racist to me uh-huh. and it took me like maybe a second. <laughs> <laughs> it took me maybe a little bit longer to have recognized it. Okay. Yeah. Um uh or there are times in which I should be embarrassed. Like I did I did a, sh- a show at a very big theater mm-hmm. and my zipper was down. <laughs> and when I found out, I was like, oh, my zipper was down. And that was it. That was the thought. And it stopped there. <laughs> For other people, it would consume their day. For me, I was like, that happens sometimes to me. So that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I think, honestly, you're the first non-anxious comedian I've ever spoken to. It doesn't mean that I don't have shit. My shit's different that generates yeah. my comedy. It's incredible. But I will say navigating comedians is interesting to me because so much of it is anxiety. Yeah. And so much of it is making, like, I think that they don't like me, but really what it is is that they don't like themselves. Yep. And, that, and that I'm seeing the fear of interaction being projected onto me. And I was like, do they not like me? It's like, oh no, they in fact very much like me but they don't know how to interact with me. And so it looks like they don't like me. Yeah, the, but this is something that you've had to learn th- through, I'm sure. Countless- oh, I've had to learn it. I've had to learn it. But also I was just like, you know, like for me, I'm like, oh, if you don't like me, that's your fucking problem because I'm great. <laughs> but I was then- like, if you got a problem, you fucked up. But then you find out like, that they, <laughs> they like you. But then I found out that they liked me and I was like, oh, we could have been hanging out. <laughs> You fucked up. Because I'm not going to put the blame on myself. No. No, I, definitely no. I can reach out to these people and like, because I remember, oh my God, Joe, I remember a while ago, I emailed you and I was like, we should hang out. And we never did because we're anxious. Like, we're, you're an anxious comedian. And yeah. I would say like, I'm also like, I feel like I present extrovert, but I'm really an introvert. I'm a very weird, I, I hate I hate psychology. All I know is, <laughs> Is that people think I'm far more confident than I actually am. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because all okay. this terminology, fuck. People think I'm far more confident than I am, and I am not. I, I, I am concerned about what people think of me, just like everyone else. Yeah, but then, but I like this. I, I think I'm going to think about that fly incident forever. I think I, I will. I, I think <laughs> There's I literally a picture of it. It was captured by a professional. It is frozen in time. <laughs> and I was just like, man, my zipper was open, but that line crushed. And so <laughs> oh, you found out on open, stage. Oh, it was on stage. Oh my God. And it is, and it is frozen in time. Oh my God. That's incredible. I, I honestly, this is almost, it's, it, this is up there. This is going to be my go-to story to think about when I'm embarrassed. I'll, I'll, I will text you, I'll text you the photo. Please. I'll text you the photo. Because just, like, it really doesn't matter. Like, I think that's one of the things, like for me, like ultimately with a lot of this, I was like, what are we doing? All of, none of us know what the fuck we're doing, you know? Like, look at my day yesterday. I barely remember <laughs> it, but it happened, <laughs> you know? You know, I once I was at a dress rehearsal once for like a, a variety show and 
uh, this woman was in a leotard and she did a cartwheel and then her labia lip popped out. And that's my mm. worst nightmare. That's actually my worst nightmare. I've dreamed that, that my labia popped out of something that in front of a group of people. And the director just goes, babe, your labia's out. And then she popped her labia back in and kept doing the cartwheels. Yeah. I think that's a lesson in life. That, honestly, that's this really feels like... Because like you're looking at that and we're like, I could never do that. But like you could do that. You could foreseeably, if you had the training, learn how to do a cartwheel. <laughs> and then, not to say that I don't think you can't do a cartwheel now, but I'm saying like, it seemed like this person was a professional because they were constantly walking around in a leotard. <laughs> Anyone who like wears tight clothes, I was like, oh, okay, you take you, you're okay with yourself <laughs> in a way that I will never be. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think also my zipper thing is that it's happened so much that I've just given up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A, a very normal part of my existence is telling someone telling me that my zipper's open. So the first maybe like. 50 times I was embarrassed. And then after that, I was like, well, what am I gonna do? This is just what I am. And so I think enough of that had built up by the time, I think that's all it is, is experience. I think why you're, you're, fear, you're fearful of the unknown. Yeah. What you need to do is just have your labia pop out. I gotta try it at least once. Hey, listen, the road not traveled. That's what, um, that's what the poets say. But that's, listen, what the poet, that's what the poets talk about. Lou, we got to get back to your day, even if we don't really I, know what happened. I so, guess. Okay, so, yeah, let's explore it. So what's the night? So I'm just assuming we got to <laughs> nighttime. Okay. So what is night for you? What what would be the night? What happened? Oh, my God, Lovecraft Country. You watch so like, it? I, yes, I do. Even the shoe episode, because that really was really, really, really intense. Wait, what shoe episode? Is there episode that's labeled the shoe it's well no it's like the uh the skin oh yes oh, oh. i know exactly what I'm about the the um uh the the heel yeah oh. i saw that episode only once okay and other episodes i have gone back to look at again okay. but i was like i am i love horror and yeah. i will say that they do a good job weaving elements of horror into the show i would not call it a horror show Okay, but you watch that uh, every Sunday. But I watch that every Sunday, and I, it's so good and so smart and truly so empowering. Um, I think it's one of the best, like, in terms of, like, having moments. They have the best high moments of any show that I've seen, especially right now, because a lot of it is talking about the Black experience, which is very much at the forefront of what's going on right now. Yeah. And as, as the... A Latino kid growing up in the Bronx, like I, I truly did not know white people. It was just Puerto Ricans and black people who were living in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And so it was all of our culture. I just didn't, I didn't understand that black culture was black culture. I thought, cause it truly was, I thought it was American culture because it is. But I was just like, oh, this is our culture. I just didn't understand like the layers behind it because also my dad is black. He looks like Danny Glover, but he, like most Puerto Ricans, he's like, I'm Puerto Rican. I was like, the cops don't think so. Um, and so like, it was interesting to see how my worldview was affected by growing up in the Bronx. And then as I've gotten older, people are like, no, you're Hispanic. You're a Hispanic person. That's always good when people tell you. Well, that's what's fun. That's what's fun about growing up is that you, you, 
you constantly have to deal with other people's horse shit. <laughs> Going back to like the whole email thing. That's why I was like, hey, listen, like, tell me how you feel because I want to know who you are. Yeah. But be prepared for me to tell you what I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a reply That's all I'm button. saying. It's a change yeah. of ideas, you know? Yeah. This isn't, life isn't a fucking um, monologue. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, but wait. yeah, Lovecraft Country. I'm sorry. I Yeah. I watched Lovecraft Country High. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, God, what was I doing? Oh, I was also talking with, like, flirting with a guy. On an app? On an app. Okay. Yes. Maybe multiple guys. Yeah, a couple. Oh, a couple. Okay. okay. Same flirting strategy or different depending on the guy? Different depending. It's the energy that they give me. Uh-huh. Yes. I would say the past three years, there has been a shift in terms of how people have been coming after me, and it's because I've gotten older. Um, oh, in a good way or in a bad way? In a good, I, 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 it's just in a way. I don't think it's good or bad. It's just like I got to roll with what's going on. I mean, I like it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Uh, um, <laughs> Wait, but people are, are coming after you because they... Like positive because, yes, because, because I'm older. Uh-huh. Like I'm an older man. And like I got gray hairs, and I also shaved my head, so now my look is very specific. Oh I yeah. I think the big was when I shaved my head, and people, and I've been seeing a different reaction. Good, but still different. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so flirting on the apps. Um, and will you tell uh, them you're a comedian, or will you keep that secret? Um, it's difficult to tell people you're a comedian. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather tell you my kinks than tell you that I'm a comedian. I'd rather tell you what the most horrible things I would do in bed before I tell you that I make my life bringing joy to people with laughter. Uh-huh. Yes. What about you? Are you are you reticent to express that? Well, I, I don't really talk to new people these days, but um, <laughs> yesterday at this, at the, I was waiting in line at the smoothie place and two women were talking about crystals. And I was like, this is the day you could change your life. This is the day you start talking to them about crystals because you've been looking at them on the internet for about, you know, three years. And then I made the decision. I said, no, I'm going to be the quiet one that just watches them talk about crystals. But I'm not really one to kind of, uh, I'm not very outspoken in public. Like, I, I don't do karaoke. But, but, but that's your vibe, Joe. You don't have to feel bad about it. That's, how you, that's how you roll. Would you start talking you know, about like, crystals? Um, it depends on who they were. If they were two white women, probably not. <laughs> if they were two women of color, I would immediately talk to them like they were my family. Okay. Do you know much about crystals? I know nothing about it, okay. but I know enough, but I know enough to like get in there. <laughs> I've been to the house of intuition. Okay. I've lit some sage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm more of an. I know a little bit. I know a little bit about that. I know a little bit about astrology to fuck around with people who who are in those vibes. Yeah. And I would say this. I like them maybe a little bit more than religious people, but that only goes so far because I think people are shit regardless whether you like crystals or Jesus. 
Yeah, it's. I was. Uh, my my friend really wanted me to join that CoStar astrology app so you could like see what. And every day it was just like you're not going to get along with your friend today, and th- it really made me not want to get along with her because I didn't want to go against the app. But then I thought, what if I just erase the app and then got along with her every day? Yeah, isn't it weird? Um, when something that you spent $3 on um, <laughs> shifts your perception of a decade-long friendship. Isn't that, isn't that oh, weird how stupid we are? I that know. you're like, well, three days in a row, this thing <laughs> that I made the choice to download has told me this thing. You know, I for my friend's 18th birthday, I bought her a psychic experience, and the psychic was like, you two should never live together. And then we never lived together. <laughs> Isn't that something? We really listened. Just the, I mean, I will say this. I don't, I personally never want to live with close friends, mostly because I don't want them to see how horrible I am to live with. <laughs> and also, <laughs> and also it's just like, this just shit that. Yeah. It's just like, I want, I don't want you to know me enough that you can um, shatter the false reality that I built for myself. <laughs> I find that every time I, I have a breakup, I think, well, there's another one out in the world just knowing the truth. <laughs> uh, it, it almost uh, wants you, it almost makes you want to have them killed. <laughs> almost, yeah. almost. Well, I think that's what, you know what it is? It's our uncomfort with our own selves. Oh God. And you hate us as you hate psychology. Interesting. Well, well, I, I, I hate, I hate the use of it for like excuses. But like, I can say something that resonates with me. It doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily resonate with you. It does, though. It does. Okay. Well, so like, and so like, I say these things because they ring true to me. Oh. And I think sometimes when I talk, I'm very preachy. I'm, I'm the grandson of two pastors. Whoa. So I feel like that is very much an aura and energy that is built into our family where we sort of like talk out <laughs> instead of, but I'm really, I'm trying to have a conversation, but I talk out and for long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. If I really had faith, I probably would have became a pastor or a preacher or something. It'd be great. I would, I would go, I would go. But so, Thank you. Okay, so so okay, so you watch, you watch, you you flirt, and then are you are you having dinner? Did you have dinner? A dessert? I got Thai food. Hmm. Yeah. For oh, I also had to do a self tape. Oh, how did you do it? I had to do two self tapes. So what I did was because my roommate wasn't in the apartment, I was like, well, I can shoot it in the living room. Okay. And so. I did the whole setup. I had a friend read for me over Zoom, uh-huh. and I did and I did the two self tapes. How'd you do? Um, did, did, are they parts that you're familiar with? Like, do you get these parts a lot, or are you? Yeah, they're always like small bit parts uh-huh. in like a streaming show. <laughs> so they're like, we need diversity. Let's give this fucking Rican two lines, and that'll fill the quota. Um. Uh, and I feel bad for all the white people who are losing roles to me in that regard. And I apologize to them all the time. And I want to say, like, it is a hard time for you. And there are less jobs out there. And I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I read those two things. I, I read those two parts. Uh, and as I was in the middle of it, my other roommate came in. Oh, how many roommates are there? I have, I have two other roommates. Okay. But the other roommate that came in is sparingly there. 
So that was a fun surprise for me. Because um, the living room was in shambles. There were just like light pictures everywhere. It was just, uh, I was just like in a haze. Um, I should not live by myself. I would hoard. These are fun. Okay, so you sent the self-tapes. Your agent said, thank you. Thank you, Lou. No, I, I still haven't got a reply. <laughs> I also sent it to them like super late. Like I had, I had the self-tape done and I didn't send it to them until like maybe five or six hours later. Okay, just to keep, keep them waiting. I understand. And no, I don't, I don't know. My apathy, my ap- uh, apathy is a running theme in my life. And uh-huh. so I'll just talk up to that. Okay, okay. And so, okay, so going back to it's, you've done your self-tape and then are you going to bed or is it like, do you, are you thriving in the night or are you, you can't wait till morning? You go to sleep at 1030 at night. Uh, I feel like most nights during quarantine, it's fraught with a lot of thoughts. Yeah. A lot of different, like sparing thoughts that, that, that spring forth that don't necessarily have to do with the present or even the future, just fun ways I could torture myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think tonight, like last night, I was talking with a guy who I hooked up with. Mm -hmm. And I think he was on drugs when he was talking to me. Okay. And I was just like, I don't wanna talk to you right now. I don't like this energy. Um, And he was just really rude. And I was just like, I don't need, I was like, I'm bad enough to myself at night. I don't need you to do that. Because what he wanted, he wanted a sext and I didn't want a sext. Oh, he said, and did you say that? That, Did you say what you just said to me? What, you want a sext? I don't want a sext? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) um, I didn't use emojis. Okay. Um, If that's what you're asking. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I'd say, I told him, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not in the mood right now. Let me look at the text exchange. I th- yeah. Oh, I changed the subject and I talked about something else. Okay. That's very tactful. I like that. Yeah. And so then, and then you went to bed, I'm assuming after lots of, um, th- uh, deep thought. Yes. Okay. I, I went to bed. What did I do? I listened to, I listened to the Lovecraft Country podcast. Whoa, you're a real fan. No, because I need to break it down because there's a lot that happens in each episode. And I'm not smart enough to know that. I'm not smart enough to like, oh, this is where this is from. This is where that is from. Uh Uh-huh. So I need help. Okay. So you, yes. So you're a devoted viewer. You're, you're, you want to, yeah, I like that. And then I went on to then then I went on Twitter. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. And that's where and then and then that wasn't good. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> and then is that how you go to bed with what, looking at Twitter? Um, I would I would say forty percent of the time, I at least check Twitter right before I go to bed. Oh my it's, gosh, Lou, that sounds hard. awful. It's not good. No. I, and then what's sixty percent of the time? Just nothing. Um, music. Okay, I, I'm glad. I'll play, music and I'll just like vibe out. Okay, okay, that's yeah. I, I'm glad about that. Okay, and then so then maybe you looked at Twitter last night, unfortunately, and then you go to bed, and then what time do you wake up? 
I woke up at like 10 30 mm-hmm. woke up at 10 30 mm-hmm. I teach uh an improv class in Prospect Park mm-hmm. to teenagers mm-hmm. and uh, Bill de Blasio recently announced that he is shutting down certain boroughs because the COVID rate is going up. Yeah. And for me, I was like, why these certain boroughs? Mm-hmm. Can we shut it all down? Last time I checked, I mean, not these boroughs, these zip codes. He literally went by zip codes. Yeah. Insane. And what, a couple of these zip codes were hovering around Prospect Park, which is where I teach. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do if I want if I want to teach anymore now. But so you canceled day of? I canceled day of. Whoa. Yeah. These teens must have been so disappointed. I can't even imagine learning improv from you as a teen. I would think my life would have turned out so differently. No, I think I think I mean teens are still teens. They don't give a shit about me. And what? I, I don't expect them to. But like this is gonna sound very narcissistic. But when you're a teenager, you don't appreciate what you have at all. And I think I'm a very good, I'm a very good teacher. And I'm also like, I treat people with respect who I teach, which is different than other teachers. Cause I was like, when I came up, I was confident enough in my comedic ability that I was like, I I don't care as much about your notes as how I can make myself funny, um, which did not work out my first year of doing improv. I was not an improviser as I was someone who forced my will on people. <laughs> um, but I mean, this is improv nerdy talk. No one cares about this. But yeah, I said, nope. Uh, but I, I lied. I was like, I, I'm, oh, I was feeling sick. I was sick of the bullshit. Oh, but I was yeah. just like, I'm not, going to play. I'm not, I'm not coming in. Um, and then I also found out that basically what they, I lose a day of unemployment pay when I do that job. Uh-huh. And unemployment is only $25 less than what I make doing that gig. Yeah. And so I'm like, I could stay home and not spend, if I do not spend the money on like a smoothie there <laughs> and my trip to, from the train, yeah ends up being like truly ends up being like five dollars just to get there yeah you could spend you could spend that time learning investment banking you know long haul coding that kind of thing yeah think about that or or flirting with guys who want to force sexting on you yeah the rich rich guys rich sexy guys oh yeah i swear i've talked to a couple of like investment like banker type and I do, and I do think people who, I do have great respect for people who marry for money because it is, <laughs> it is a job, okay? This is, it is not a job. Talking to these people, it is a job. No okay, offense. Wait, so now, I, think- <laughs> I, 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 uh, I completely understand. I've, I've thought many times, should I be a maid for money um, on Craigslist? You know, I, listen, I wanted to be a sugar baby, too. Yeah. But I do think, like I said, I do think it takes a certain it takes a certain panache that yeah. I think I can pull off. But it's when the game's not on where I fall. Yeah. Yeah. You got to You got to really get, you know, 
nice underwear. You can't keep wearing the same underwear after a couple of years. You got to recycle that stuff, you know, and that's yeah, and also also you got to hear about their fucking day. You got to hear about their day. Yeah, that's the worst part. I mean, this. Yeah, it's pretty much there's listen, there's lots of reasons to do it and lots of reasons to not do it. And that's something to think about. Yeah, I do. All I'm saying is I respect the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, well, so now, Lou, let me ask you this, because we have to we are getting to a close of the podcast. So I do need to ask you if you could recommend. <laughs> I can't believe how hazy of a picture we've gotten. Honestly, I, I haven't known less about anyone's day. I listen, listen, you you've caught me at a really good time in my life where the hours bleed into each other and there really isn't a rhyme or reason. If you, if you, if you reached out to me three months ago, I would have an itinerary. <laughs> I'll be like, I did this, I did that. You caught me at a really good time. I'm, I'm so glad. I mean, this is, I, this, it's, it speaks to the ambiguity that we all feel. And so I think this is probably the most powerful episode yet. But wow. let me, let me ask you, if you could, just one thing that you do in your day that you'd recommend other people do that you think this makes my day better, what would it be? Um, reach out to someone who you enjoy. Ooh, yeah. At least one. Yeah. Even if they don't reply, that's okay. Just reach out. And don't let that lack of a response mean that they're rejecting you. They're just not ready to respond. Whoa. Because there's times where friends have reached out to me and I was like, I feel offended that they're expecting a response because I'm in that much of a hole. Uh-huh. And you also have to expect that in return, you know? Like, like have that courtesy because I feel like everyone's experiencing that. Yeah. I think one of my major regrets in terms of how my pandemic energy has shifted, I have not reached out as much to friends. And so a nice thing that happened yesterday was a friend, uh, two friends reached out to me and we chatted for a little bit and that was nice. Oh, and now we find out that. I mean, I don't know when yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah, I'll tell you, I was fucking high as shit. <laughs> and who knows when that happened. That could have happened three weeks ago. We don't know, but no, it I'll, happened. I, it's time stamped. It's time stamped. We can have that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's. I think that's great. I think that's great advice, and I think that I like that you gave it a little bit of a leniency. You know, it's not like you have to do it, but you do it, and then you have a little wiggle room. Yeah. Lou, thank you so much for doing this. You're so great to talk to. I can't. Be, I can't believe you agreed to do this. Thank you. Joe, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm sorry that I took up so much space. I you want to know more about you. This is the, the whole thing is an interview. That's the point. I understand. But I feel like it was the same way. I, I feel like anytime I do a podcast where I'm the guest and they want stuff out of me, I feel like I've given too much. Oh, did you feel like you gave too much? I always give too much. No, I mean, you, it's, you did it's great. Like the, no, for me, it's like the zipper thing. There's no shame about it now. It's just who I am. Well, I really like who you are, and so I'm glad you did this, and thank you. Thank you, Joe. You're the best. Okay, you're the best. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay, bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 